98K News. It's 11 o'clock on Benche, the top stories. The chief executive says a new health code app won't be mandatory for anyone who doesn't want to visit the mainland. The police chief says those with ulterior motives are leading young people and um, misleading young people. And a mystery COVID case involving a Cathay Cabin crew member is reported in Britain. The chief executive Carrie Lam says the government won't ask all Hong Kongers to use a health code app when quarantine-free travel to the mainland resumes, only those who wish to cross the border. Timmy Sung reports. Speaking on a TV program, Carrie Lam said that in the next few days, health officials will submit a report in response to the feedback from mainland health experts on resuming quarantine-free travel. She said she had not heard from the mainland side that the second round of discussion will be delayed after an airport worker recently tested positive for COVID-19. The chief executive, however, said authorities plan to ask people who have a high exposure risk to get tested more regularly to prevent an outbreak in a community. When asked if all Hong Kong people will be required to use a health code app to track their movement, the CE said it would be voluntary and would only apply to those who wish to travel to the mainland. She said Hong Kong and the mainland have two different systems and the public also won't accept app to be compulsory. The police commissioner Raymond Su has warned that people with ulterior motives are inciting young people to violence using magazines, short video clips and even art. He told a radio program that while crime in the first half of the year dropped, he's concerned about the threat of terrorism, citing the stabbing of a policeman on July 1st and the arrest of people linked to a pro-independence group. There were no new confirmed COVID-19 cases in Hong Kong today, but health officials are investigating an overseas infection involving a Cathay Pacific cabin crew member who tested negative before flying out of the SAR last week. Here is Natalie Cheng. The 54-year-old woman tested positive after she arrived in Australia on Thursday. She had tested negative in Hong Kong a day before her flight. The patients did not show any symptoms. She received two doses of the BioNTech vaccine earlier this year. Health authorities have asked people who have stayed in Block 2 of Seaview Crescent in Tongchong, where the patient lived, to get tested. They're following up on the case with their Australian counterparts. Police say they've arrested 32 alleged members of a syndicate with triad links that allegedly cheated around 500 victims out of approximately $55 million through loan fraud. The force says victims lost up to $1.85 million each. Superintendent Yip Wing Lam from the Commercial Crime Bureau says a two-day operation seized 142 phones and cold call scripts from three call centers in Hongham, Chinwan and Changshawan. They used a cold call to call victims, pretend to be staff of a prominent banks, and then if the victims are interested, they will refer the potential victims to other syndicate members and induce them to apply for loans. Police say they have seized five speedboats in a warehouse in Pat Heung and arrested three men on suspicion of building the vessels for smuggling. Officers raided the premises on Fan Cam Road on Thursday after investigations suggested a link to smuggling activities. Detective Chief Inspector Ao Yang Tak said the speedboats have between four to five engines each and lack registration numbers. The suspects were released on bail. Turning overseas now, the Czech president Milos Zeman has been rushed to hospital in the middle of deciding who he'll invite to form a new government following parliamentary elections. From Prague, the BBC's Rob Cameron reports. 
News crews assembled outside the president's country retreat at Lani near Prague took photographs of an ambulance accompanied by a column of official cars heading for the city centre. They said the ambulance was one equipped with a special mobile intensive care unit. Mr Zeman, who is 77, is reported to be suffering from a build-up of water in the abdomen, a condition usually associated with cirrhosis of the liver. The president's office has previously said he is merely exhausted and suffering from dehydration. A heavy smoker and formerly heavy drinker, Mr Zeman has not been seen since Friday when he was photographed casting his vote using a special ballot box brought to his residence. And a quick look at the weather. Cloudy periods at first, mainly fine tomorrow and dry during the day. But it'll be windy with heavy rain and squalls in the following couple of days. Right now it's 27 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is standing at 86%. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. A Pakistani atomic scientist, A.Q. Khan, who's been described as the biggest nuclear proliferator of all time, has died age 85. Abdul Qadir Khan is regarded by many Pakistanis as a national hero for making his country the first Islamic nuclear power. But A.Q. Khan was widely condemned elsewhere for having smuggled nuclear technology to Iran, Libya and North Korea. After this confession on national television, the scientist was pardoned and remained under house arrest for years. I wish to place on record that those of my subordinates who have accepted their role in the affair were acting in good faith, like me, on my instructions. I also wish to clarify that there was never ever any kind of authorization for these activities by the government. Iraqis are heading to the polls in a parliamentary election that is being held early in response to mass protests that erupted two years ago. Iraqi leaders say the election is a chance for reform, but many Iraqis believe that little will change. New rules were brought in to encourage independent candidates, but the main political blocs are still expected to maintain power. The Iraqi president, Baram Saleh, casts his ballot in Baghdad. The early elections are a popular request and a large national achievement, a chance for Iraq to move towards reform and to achieve what Iraq has hoped for, a good life. We hope that citizens exercise their constitutional right in charting out our country's future. God willing, we achieve a situation that suits Iraq and Iraqis. Enough fighting and conflict in this country. And let us focus on what is important which is building our country and respecting the rights of the citizens. Today is the Citizens' Day. Australia's most populous state, New South Wales, will begin easing its 100-day-old COVID lockdown tomorrow with businesses able to welcome fully vaccinated customers. State Premier Dominic Perrottet said the reopening was possible because the target of having 70% of the population vaccinated had been met. He had this message for the public. The key message I want, I want to say today uh, is please uh, treat everybody with kindness and respect. Um, I know that there's going to be some challenges as we go through this period of time. We're the only state uh, in the country uh, that has gone down this path early by opening up to those who are double vaccinated. And that's been important because we know that we wouldn't be able to open up in this safe way if that wasn't the case. Uh, so there will be challenges. Uh, there'll be young people for the first time in a long time uh, pulling beers here, uh, serving coffees, table service at restaurants. So I just ask, treat everybody like they're your neighbour's daughter uh, or son. 
New research suggests the United Kingdom is among the most nature-depleted countries in the world, with dwindling levels of biodiversity placing it in the bottom 10% of all countries. Scientists in London found the accelerating use of land for building and intensive agriculture has reduced Britain's natural biodiversity by almost 50%. The global average for biodiversity loss is 25%. Professor Andy Purvis, who led the research, explained the significance of the findings. People often think that biodiversity is nice to have, almost a luxury that's beautiful to look at, but we don't depend on. That's really wrong. It's actually the foundation of our society. If we start to take more from nature than it can provide sustainably, we risk huge disruption to our very way of life. In sport, the British boxer Tyson Fury has beaten his American rival Deontay Wilder to retain his WBC World Heavyweight title. Fury won the punishing fight in Las Vegas with an 11th round knockout, but only after he had been put on the canvas twice himself. After the fight, Fury made it clear what the result meant to him. And uh, let's just say I'm the lineal champion of my era and uh, I, can only, I can only be the best of my day and I've done that. I'm the best fighter in my era. I'm the generation fighter. I actually feel sorry for all these guys who's had to fight me because I'm in, I've got in the dressing room at home. I'm not nervous. You know, it's a boxing fight to me. I feel, I feel sorry for them because they're fighting the fighter of the generation. That's for sure. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The chief executive says a new health code app won't be mandatory for anyone who doesn't want to visit the mainland. The police chief says those with ulterior motives are misleading young people. And a mystery COVID case involving a Cathay Pacific cabin crew member is reported in Britain. And that's the news from RTHK. In our newsroom, thanks to Ben Che. We'll have more headlines coming up at midnight. <laughs> a good thing, babe Whenever life is hard We'll never lose our way Cause we both know who we are Who knows about tomorrow We don't know what's in the stars I just know I'll always follow The light in your heart I'm not worried about us And I've never been We know how sensation it's more than a passing flame you are the explanation of what love really means it's bigger than you and me it's one plus one equals three when we talk about forever 
Living forever's what we mean So I'm not worried about it And I've never been No matter what may come our way We will never break We will never break Build on our foundation Stronger than the pain We will never break As the water rises And the mountains shake doing what he does best from his album Bigger Love and Never Break. Do you love the rain? Does it make you dance when you're drunk with your friends at a party? What's your favorite song? Does it make you smile? Do you think of me? When you close your eyes, tell me what are you dreaming? Everything I want to know at all. Mm, I'd spend two 